this one couple told me they had like made love to it. And so th- I guess they considered my voice like a no way. It does get into the territory of like going to bed at like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., things Bro, like that. That's like a rapper. It would be like 10 a.m. breakfast, 11 a.m. Did you hear that pipe. glass shatter? Yeah, is everything okay? That was dramatic. <laughs> uh, I, f- I, f- I feel like I've been hearing people getting <laughs> in your building this yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. How you doing, right. buddy? Good, how are you? Louisville zone. Kentucky zone. Yep. Throw on those headphones. Or you don't have to, but yeah, if you just want to get good. it uh get it situated. See if All you right. look at that, bro. You got it. The, no, oh, no, you just, got it. How do you know? Well, I mean, usually they'll like start to oh, flip and uh people aren't usually able to put it on, but you got it on first <laughs> yeah, try. Jacob good. Williams, what's up, dude? Hey, you wanna get company? You wanna get company oh, or what? Yeah, we're can live. I adjust my volume in here? Yes, absolutely. Growing up in Louisville, what was that like? You're a bit of a class clown in first grade, but then second grade came around and um, yeah, you needed to compose yourself, apparently. Oh, oh, oh man. Sorry. It's okay. Breaking I'll the over. microphone. I'll come, I'll come over. Do I think you get it? I think it's good. Yeah, now. don't just leave it oh, here. Okay. Just All like right. do a little bit of back and forth. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, wow, you have a really good memory because, yeah, you mentioned. But yeah. I also listened to our podcast from last time, like before you came over. Oh, okay. I do have a good memory, though, in general. Yeah, I listen to it every day and I still forget. You listen to it every day. I, I try listen and to listen to it like a couple times. Yeah, a like day. at least once just because I love hearing your voice, bro. Likewise, yeah. You have a nice voice, very soothing. Um, you ever think about just before we get into my first question? You ever think about doing like audiobooks? Um, yeah, I did a little bit in college where I there, I would I had a, one one of the jobs I had in college for a while was I would like read books uh, for like tape. textbooks. Yeah, it was kind. Of, I think it was for like students that had disabilities, like if they were you know, couldn't see or something that I would read the books onto the thing. I feel like so you'd also, you it. have like a soothing voice to where it might be fun to listen to like a murder mystery novel. While yeah. I was voice. just listening to a bunch <laughs> of, I literally just listened to a, a few murder mystery audiobooks, and it was great. But, uh, oh, that was so random. Yeah, no, it's yeah. I'm like obsessed with murder mysteries. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. We can get into that a little bit. Um, yeah, no, it's, I love them. Uh, it, it it is uh, very distracting because then I want to know what happens. So I have to like spend all my time on like getting through the book and like ignore all, all my other obligations while I'm in the middle of one. So I, I feel like I can only do it once in a while. But yeah, they're pretty great. Um, love audiobooks. Uh, I did have one time I used to sell like CDs of my stand up and this one couple told me they had like made love to it. And so th- I guess they considered my voice like a no way. Aphrodisiac. I appreciate it. Cause I, um, I've definitely, uh, got a lot of criticism for my voice in terms of like, I would, you know, I always wish I had more vocal inflection like you or things like that. But uh, you do though. You just had um, it right there. Oh, thanks. I try. I'm trying, I'm trying to mix it up. You're doing a good job. All right. So growing up in uh, Kentucky, what was that like? What would you say your experience was like maybe in a, in a sentence and then we'll elaborate on it. Yeah. I mean, it was good. I, uh, definitely, (laughs) I was an only child, so I had a lot of free time. So I think that's when I kind of got some of my mind for comedy because I would have to entertain myself. So I did a lot of, um, you know, I made like short uh, movies, stop animation style. My, I do feel bad because I didn't, I haven't listened to our episode recently, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. No, you're not, bro. I'll, I'll keep you on track. Uh, you're good. This but, is new. Uh, yeah, let me know if I'm saying anything <laughs> I said last time. No, you're good. They love it. I, that was a while ago, but uh, that was. Uh, but yeah, um, no, I did. So I would like make. 
yeah actually speaking of audiobooks yeah i would do i would like as a kid i would like recreate stories on cassette tapes and just like tell retell the muppets christmas carol that i watched and like try to do the voices of that and then yeah make like short movies uh when i saw a movie as a kid i would go home and like draw pictures of the movie of the characters and like I was just uh, really into that. Uh, like I said, last time I was a class clown in first grade and then kind of redirected a lot of that into like more, <laughs> yeah, creative, like whatever. Creative energy. Yeah, but it was tough because, I, yeah, I had trouble like getting cast in like high school and stuff because I think I just wasn't sure how to like emote as much. I was a little like in ah, my head. Interesting. But yeah. Was there a lot to do in your town of Louisville? And it was actually, it was Louisville or was it a small town outside of Louisville? Um, yeah, it was Louisville, 16th biggest city in America. Uh, no way. Is that true? Technically, yeah. But I think what? it's like a technicality where maybe they, it's just like a huge freaking city. They incorporated right? like the county, I think, or something. What but, county are you from? Uh, Jefferson County. Jefferson County. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's a it's a good size. So technically, I think there's about a million people or so. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good. Uh, there's, uh, stuff to do. It was a little tough cause I was, you know, an only child and, uh, my parents aren't like the most like social going out all the time people. So yeah. I did have a lot of alone time, like I said, but other than that, uh, I mean, I love visiting now cause there is a lot of stuff to do, especially as an adult, if you can drive or get around, right. Hit the bars um, and shit. Yeah. And I did have friends in my neighborhood, uh, that I was close with and I had like some family friends that had. 11 kids that some of which were about my age so yeah so i would hang out with them a lot and that was kind of my Did you feel like, like you were part of that family yeah i, I do feel ah. still like i'm kind of you're almost the, like an honorary sibling because like i'll still go on like family vacations with them and oh that's go so funny wait that's and whatever how can a family organize though a 12 kid family vacation was it like a road it's trip super to, organized uh, somewhere uh, in kentucky yeah it's like uh this usually typically we'll, we'll go somewhere like a state park in indiana or somewhere like a couple hours okay, away like and, and it, uh yeah people yeah when i was younger i would like we would like get rooms at this lodge there and uh a lot of times it would be like four or five people in one room just like spaced out wherever and then um and then it would be like super scheduled it would be like 10 a.m breakfast 11 a.m hear that height. glass shatter yeah is everything okay that was dramatic. <laughs> Uh, I, f I, f I feel like I've been hearing people get murdered in your building this yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. We're on the second floor, so okay. we're at least 10 feet above it. No, that's the trash pit. Oh, so okay. So somebody definitely just shot Oh, I see. Or it was like, well, you know the, the intro for Stone Cold Steve Austin? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> okay. That's what it kind of sounded similar Very to. Very like, cool. What do your parents do? Um, what do so they do? my dad was a social, they were both retired now, but my dad was a social worker. My mom was a grade school teacher with uh, Waldorf school where I went for a few years as a kid. What was that like having your mom as a teacher? Um, so I, when I went there, I think she was kind of part-time teaching German. So I only had her like briefly for teaching like, German in a public school. In it, Louis, it was a Louisville. private, yeah, it was oh, like okay. a, there you go. it's a very artsy, um, kind of educational system based on like trying to get kids to like feel creative and nurture so did which kid, uh, go yeah ahead. oh go ahead no i was gonna say the kids have the choice to speak spanish italian or german what was the well we were learning um it was grade school so it wasn't like super specialized like that but we did learn japanese and german like and, <laughs> like writing uh, japanese yeah i mean i said so i technically it? took yeah, a few years about the I've forgotten it because I haven't used it since uh -huh. then. But, but yeah, um, it was 
good for that and then for like a lot of reset a lot of like outdoor a lot of like doing stuff with your hands like making like knitting and uh a lot of fairy tales even in like math class they would use like analogies like you'd see like a picture of like gnomes with like a bunch of coconuts or whatever it was to like figure out multiplication you're like oh here's a stack of them see this is the anyway it was a lot of like uh it really did make me love uh reading and things like that which i still do because i think it like the whole thing was like it's not like you have to do this it's more like we want to get you like excited to like use your imagination in a way that also incorporates learning so it actually didn't really feel like work but you're kind of like end up doing a lot of work because it they make it fun which was really nice uh so that was cool um i definitely made some friends there that i I still keep in touch with occasionally was there like a weird social aspect though behind having your mom as a teacher um yeah the that part was a little tough because uh it it was kind of brief that she taught me i think just for maybe one or two years and so that was just one class but no it was actually the opposite she was kind of like extra hard on me i think maybe she was worried that she didn't want to show favoritism but she right. went too far in the opposite direction oh shit so, she's so like, she would just be like sit in the corner yeah like calling me out on the smallest thing and i'm like um yeah my aunt has a story about when i was a kid in church with uh my parents and i, I guess my cousin was like kind of like yelling and running around as the kids do and then i was just like kind of quiet for the whole church and then at one point i, I was like excuse me mom could i ask you a question and my mom was like shh like don't talk and whatever so i think i just from a young age i had this thing like drilled into me where i was like kind of like a little ended up being a little quiet or nervous to speak up at times, which uh is kind of funny because now my job is to talk yeah in front literally of the strangers. complete opposite how but, did you uh, how did you break out of that was that like in high school when you started doing more performances um, when did the change really come to be in a quiet kid? To yeah. Like, so I always, it was funny because I did always love like entertainment and I always, I thought it'd be more of like a little bit if you want. Oh, know. okay. Uh, I think cause I had a lot of free time or whatever, but I, I always like wanted to be a little more social than I was being sometimes just not having siblings and stuff. So I was always like curious about people wanting to connect with people, but was kind of ended up being kind of shy and stuck in my head a lot of times. So, but yeah, like I said, uh, I think in like grade school at that Walder school, I did do some plays and that was like my first taste of like, like, oh, this is exciting to like do a play, like act out this role and people are clapping and stuff. And then you like, I, afterwards, like there were people like in my class and other classes coming up and saying nice things. And so that might have been where I got hooked of like, oh, this feels fun being on stage. But I was like very shy and quiet for a lot of middle school and high school and stuff. So I was definitely like, and then I would audition for plays and like kind of like rarely get in in like high school and stuff when it got really competitive at this, like, um, you know, with a lot of good kids that were like good at acting. How school. many kids went to your high school? Um, it was pretty small actually, but uh, but yeah, it was like one they're of those schools good performers. where, yeah, there were just some kids that were like, better at that kind of thing and so i was so by the end not of high school, anymore though right unless well, uh, well even in college i would like audition <laughs> for like improv groups and stuff and i wouldn't get in but then that's in college is when i started doing stand-up and that's when i was, realized i could kind of do something where i could like do it at my own pace but still and so that was like terrified the first time i did it i thought i was gonna like throw up <laughs> but you I told was, everyone that really you were sick. gonna do it though so you had to do yeah, it. yeah exactly sorry if i probably went over no, dude, come on i'm just confirming you but good. uh but yeah so that was scary, but then I did it. It was really fun. And I just kind of got hooked and just kept doing it. So it's this weird thing of uh, feeling a lot of social anxiety, but just 
loving to connect with people and whatever. You went to college in Wisconsin? Right? Yeah, yeah. Where where in Wisconsin? Uh, so I went to Beloit College. It's, um, yeah, it might be like 1,400 students. Maybe I've heard of that. So what was it like, yeah. though, going from small town in Kentucky, or was it not that small? Well, Jefferson Township. Um, Louisville, yeah, Louisville's pretty decent sized uh, right but would you say that you grew up in a small town or no not no i mean again okay. 16th biggest in yes. america <laughs> yeah. but uh town. so there was definitely stuff there the college town was like definitely a lot smaller than my hometown um so which was yeah kind of tough starting comedy though because it, it was nice because it was really supportive so it did get me going in that way but then at a certain point i wanted more stage time so like instead of studying abroad i went to chicago and that was more like my bigger taste of like a bigger city or whatever. And so I spent part of college there and then after college went there again for more comedy and whatever before moving here, um, like nine years ago. So, yeah. Was there a reason that you went to that school in Wisconsin though? Is that like um, scholarship money or something? Yeah. They, I definitely got some scholarship money yeah. and it was kind of, yeah. So it really was a lot of it was like just economical, um, and a lot of my parents had saved some money for college, but a lot of that ended up going to this high school I went to, which was, I think like kind of expensive that I wanted to go to. Cause it had like stuff with like really good video teachers and arts related Damn. classes. That it's was crazy that you kind of, it seems like you knew what you wanted from a younger ish age. Um, yeah, I did. I was actually not sure if I could do comedy cause I, I hadn't been super in front of people a lot. But I knew I, I, I was super interested in that kind of thing, like either being a writer or director or working. I, I guess I always thought I'd be like more behind the scenes and like I would do like person on the street videos sometimes for this class Let's go. in high school. And my friend was like, oh, that was really funny. But I was like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. This is I'm just like a behind the scenes. guy. So it took me a while to figure out like, oh, I really love uh, being in front of people, telling jokes in front of people. And it's one of those things I realized you like the more you do, you can kind of like hopefully get better at it over time. But and, yeah. And the first time you saw stand up, like, oh, that's actually a thing was in Wisconsin or was um, it when you were in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I definitely saw it growing up. I remember as a kid seeing like this joke on a talk show, like the Tonight Show or something about like showing the, I think I, like my first memory of seeing a joke on TV that adults laughed at that I also got was like, I was like a little kid. So like it was when the Lion King came out. So I was probably like four or five or something. And there was like, they showed the stampede from the movie and then someone like doing like the poop scooper thing <laughs> after. And I was like, Oh, I, that's funny that someone can come wait, up wait, with wait, that wait, and make adults laugh. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. See, so it was like on the TV and then there was just like a green screen of a guy picking up all the poop. It was like, uh, yeah, it was like all the stampeding animals in the a scene okay. in The Lion King. And then it's like in and parades like, when they have relatable. that guy. relatable. Somebody's got to pick up all the fucking shit. Yeah, I'm shit. like, that's hilarious. It's a movie I know. That's funny, and it's taking like a thing. And then adults are laughing. So that might have planted the seed. And then in high school, I watched, like, I got really into like Conan and would watch comedians on there or... I didn't even really have a computer or YouTube, but when I went to like other people's houses, I would like watch a lot of stand up on that when I had downtime. And then uh, uh, Dimitri Martin was the first one I saw yeah. where I was like, oh, this guy's like kind of low energy. And Dude, that was like yeah. one of the first comedians I saw that I think kind of got me into watching more stand up. Dimitri Martin was one of the first comedy specials I saw where I was like, yeah, That's so different. Yeah, that was definitely, so out of left field. This guy's got a, a drawing board up there. He's doing one liners. Yeah, totally. It felt very like 
the Waldorf school I went to where it was like very like kind of uh yeah creative or whatever and that, that like was a little school? more subtle and, yeah that's when I saw that Waldorf I, school yeah that's the name and, and, uh, that's fancy of like the high school I went to yeah uh, or the grade school but yeah okay. um yeah and then uh and then in college I got really into like Berbiglia as well okay. and I always watched a lot of comedy though and just different things but yeah those were like some of the first ones I saw that were like kind of closer to my sensibility how'd you feel about Mitch Hedberg um oh yeah I loved Mitch Hedberg yeah he was, was like one definitely. of the one of the guys that I really kind of yeah. fell in love with like yeah he was awesome I want to be a race car driver passenger boy you must really like Todd <laughs> you know like sick one line yeah like that yeah. Do you think you had, so many good Do you think you had a leg up starting at an early age? You know, when you moved to the city, you uh how old were you at the time when you moved to the city? Um Oh, when I moved like to New York Excuse or something. Me, to New York City, yeah. Um, pursue comedy. How old were you? That's a good question. I mean I so I started comedy when I was eighteen and then I did after college I did America's Got Talent when I was like twenty three and then Wild Now shortly after. So I, I'd already done, I think, my second season of Wild Out. I had taped before I moved to New York in 2014, which would have been, um, I'm trying to do the math of how old I was. Like, figure like 10 years ago-ish. Uh, something, yeah, right. something like that. So you're like so, 24, 25? Yeah, I was, uh, by then I was probably like, yeah, 24 or 25. Yeah. So you were a, um, you were a bit established though before you moved to yeah, New York. It, was it wasn't like it wasn't like drop everything and try and make it to New York. You already had a few gigs. Yeah, I was already doing comedy full time. Once I did America's Got Talent, I was technically doing it full time, but it was it was mostly because I just w- had like would eat really cheap food and yeah, uh, you know, not really. Well, and like, and your expenses in Chicago yeah. weren't that. Yeah, I had crazy. like I found like a really cheap apartment yeah. there. That was like kind of off the beaten path and stuff like that. And then uh, I was just really focused mostly on comedy at that time. And uh, yeah, um, so I don't know. I guess, um, no, it's been fun. I still feel very lucky to do stand up as like my job. Profession for sure, dude. After but, America's uh, Got Talent, though, wasn't there a, a spot for you where you kind of felt like, oh shit, like I fucked that up? Or I can't, I can't fully yeah, remember the totally. last time, but you were yeah. talking about something happened with you. No, totally. Or? Yeah, my last round on there, I felt like on America's Got Talent. Yeah, I felt like my last round on that show in 2012 was like didn't go well, and uh, I was like, I was like, oh no, everyone's gonna. Was that in front of a huge audience though? Yeah, I think. And how many was, minutes did you do? Um, it was only like maybe a minute and a half or two minutes or something. Uh, but it was definitely a tough crowd. It was at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center, which is like a few thousand people. And then there was probably like 19 million or so watching. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, and then it's still like on YouTube. So I'm like, yeah, it's that. I was like always kind of disappointed that that's just out there. But I guess I've done enough <laughs> other stuff. Hopefully people yeah, yeah, so people are watching judge me good just stuff. based on one but, what was the What was the time frame though between the last round of America's Got Talent and how far did you make it? And then um, getting that while and out gig. Yeah, it was in the semifinal. So I, I performed four rounds on there and I had a lot of like one-liners, which I was using up each round to kind of get to the next round. So I was kind of burning through material pretty quick, even though it was short sets. But yeah, and then um, yeah, and then I would, was kind of depressed a little bit after that, where I was like, oh, I feel like I blew my one chance at whatever. How long did that last? Um, uh, maybe a few weeks or maybe a couple of months or more. I don't know. Uh, but then um, yeah, and then the it, but I guess later that year 
honestly, I guess it wasn't that much longer. And, and it was pure luck because I, I didn't have like an agent or anything. I just got lucky that Nick Cannon enjoyed my comedy and wanted to convince them to give me a shot. And so I, yeah, I think it was later that year. Um, so yeah, I might've even, yeah, it might've been like September was America's Got Talent. And then the auditions for a while now might've been like November, October, which really isn't that long in retrospect, but, and I had been doing a lot of like stand up and improv still. So I guess, um, I kind of just gave that my all and like didn't sleep at all the night before the audition. Cause I was really nervous, but I would like practice as much as I could and whatever. Um, so I, I do feel very lucky to, that that worked out and I've gotten to do like 12 seasons of that show. Sick, dude. What but, did the, uh, what did the audition process look like? Um, yeah, wait, so I didn't talk about this last time today or no. Really, okay. Like yeah, no, it was kind of crazy. They basically asked to, if I, they'd want to be like flown out to New York for this audition. Yeah. And I really didn't have much. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And, uh, so I practiced all the things that might come up, but it was basically like the first audition. It was like doing like a few of the games from the show. It's like you're by yourself in front of the producers and a few people. And it's like, um, and part of me was nervous because like America's Got Talent, I felt like I had been kind of portrayed as like this nerdy character, like where they're like the editing. I felt like some of it made it look like it was like laughing at me as opposed to with me as a community, like as a community, you want to be like in charge of the joke. So I was worried it would be like that kind of thing where I would, I was like, I hope this isn't something where I'll be like the butt of the joke or whatever. But it, once I got on there, I realized it was, it's definitely very much like everyone can like make jokes and you like make fun of each other. But yeah, it's, it's not something where anyone's like bullying like one specific person or anything. Uh, but yeah, no, the audition was really um, fun. Cause it was, uh, you're basically like doing like a few characters. I did some like characters I did, which isn't my strong suit, but I did like some like freestyle rapping. I'd been practicing leading up to the audition. And then like some, they were like, what would you say to like Kevin Hart in a <laughs> rap battle? And I was like, something i did like i had this rhyme about like it like at a bank i try not to rob it but you look like you'd be an extra in the hobbit or something like that <laughs> and then uh and then they were like what well, like kind of funny pickup line would you like and it was like right after hurricane sandy so i was i said something like are you is did your name have, sandy because you blow me away or something oh nice did but, they have uh, a girl sitting in for that or no you that was have... just they were just at, it was that one was just the producers and it was just kind of oh they were like whatever what's a good, what's a good pickup line yeah and, and i I, like I have that. like a joke about it in my special but yeah i think one of the producers really said something like um like like usually this is like a high energy show and i'm like yeah i'm not usually this high energy i really turned it oh up my this. god so but like, um <laughs> but basically i think i just got lucky that nick Canada thought I was funny and he was I think he was telling them like I think it would be cool to see how he works with like other people with the other styles on the show and so I did this luckily I got a callback where that was like kind of like in this conference room where we did like a mock episode and that's where like some of my improv experience I think helped in terms of doing like kind of games like god props and like just you know you're like oh this ironing board why is this iPhone so big or whatever it was and so uh so that was like fun but yeah a lot of it was just uh i guess nick cannon had seen my stand-up a bunch and really um convinced people to give me a shot who later told me where like the other producers later told me after it worked out they were like yeah like one of them was like i didn't think this would work out like i didn't think you'd be the right fit for the show but now um it's like his wife said it, i'm like her favorite person on the show and stuff so it's um yeah it's kind of interesting uh but yeah it's been really fun it's uh one of those shows that combines like what I love about improv and stand up where you can kind of like 
try to come up with jokes, but a lot of it you're coming up with in the moment too, like based on what other people are saying. So yeah, it's uh, it's a fun time. I feel lucky to do it occasionally. And, Definitely, uh, dude. Yeah, Nick really churns out the talent, huh? Um, yeah, he's really good at like uh, finding performers of all kinds, like and uh, collaborating and getting a platform for a lot of different people on the show, that, like social media stars and people that are doing like acting or rapping or music or like you know battle rapping or whatever um yeah and uh no so it's uh it's a fun it's a fun hang for sure how's your relationship with him with nick uh it's good yeah i mean uh i'm not like super close with him right, you're not gonna have one of his babies but you're close with him. Uh, but uh yeah but no we're he's uh yeah he's awesome he's uh definitely helped me out a lot and uh it's always fun hanging out with him uh, we call each other every day. Just kidding. Uh, not <laughs> that close to the him, pod, then but, uh, but yeah, we've done wild now together a bunch. We've how done long some is twelve together. seasons? How many years is that? We rode on a jet together once from a stand-up show. That was oh, fun. lit! Uh, but uh, yeah, twelve seasons. I I started in like 2013, um, and uh, I don't know. It used to be like one season a year. Now it's like sometimes two or three. And I haven't done like every single sing- season in a row now. So it's mm-hmm. more like uh, it's one of those things where there's different classes. And there, a lot of times there's like new young people coming in. And I'm 35. I just turned 35. So now You're I'm like, vet. I think yeah. I'm like elderly in MTV years. But uh, but I, I feel very flattered that occasionally I get invited back to go and do some episodes. And um, yeah, so it's uh, it's been fun. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway. Are you, are you, uh, are you filming soon with them again? I think so. But usually um, I don't find out till last minute. I, I don't know the, the exact set. Some of the producers told me some rough estimates, but it, it's always kind of changing based on like the networks, uh, whatever plans or whatever. So yeah, the last, the last time you were on the pod, you were about to do a show at the Barclays center. Oh yeah. How did that go? Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, well, wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, that was a fun show. It was definitely, um, it was definitely kind of a tough crowd as well. It was like a weird thing because it was like fifteen thousand people. So it was uh, there were some people that were really into it and some people that were not into it. So some people were heckling me. Some people were laughing and cheering. It was like a there were just so many thousands of people. It's like hard to like get everyone on the same page, and yeah. it was like a very rowdy crowd where i was like kind of like uh kind of far into the lineup for where i thought i would be yeah so like um lil kim had gone up already and oh, performed dude, that's gotta be tough and all this mixing stuff. like hip-hop um, hardcore rap and stand-up comedy yeah, as well in, as in like, the same venue yeah same and then show, there were some rap. very funny very high energy comedians like michael blackson and stuff and so uh i was kind of following a lot of uh really strong perform famous performers um, but it was fun, uh, for sure. It was very surreal. Um, that's the most people I've been in front of with comedy and maybe ever will be again. I don't know. And so, uh, yeah, so I, I feel grateful I got to do it. And, uh, yeah. You're touring right now. Yes. Any places that you're excited to go visit for yes. the first time? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure when this will come out, but I'm excited. I mean, this week I'm going to Grand Bro, um What's today, dude? Today, Thursday, Monday. It'll be on Monday. Oh, okay. This Monday. 
So if this comes out Monday, then uh, last <laughs> Saturday, this Saturday slash last Saturday, oh, this Grand Phil PA, that was fun, nice. I imagine, even Bro, though it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, the last time you were um, in pot, I think you went to like Bethlehem PA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big uh, PA <laughs> guy. <laughs> big red state, there, yeah. Actually. But, Are you were uh, born in Pennsylvania? I was born in Pittsburgh, technically. Yeah, oh, but what do you uh, mean technically? Like I half. was born there, but I didn't like grow up there, so right, right, I don't right, have right. a lot. So of technically, I was born in Jersey, but I just sprinkle that in into yeah. And people are like, "Why would you tell people that?" I know, like, dude, because I, I got to. Yeah, you hate bringing it up, but uh, you gotta bring it up. You're Pittsburgh, okay? Yeah, like Wiz Khalifa, black and yellow, black and yeah, yellow. exactly. And then the That's, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep, dude. I wanted to ask you. It was gonna be a weird question, but maybe I don't know. You know the significance of it, Louisville Slugger. The baseball bat. Yeah. Do they have like a huge factory in Louisville? Yeah, what's the, I, what's the I was there when they uh, they put up this <laughs> giant. There's a giant bat that's like the size of the building, like that basically leans next to the building. No way. And pop um, it up right here. Are you telling you serious or no? Oh yeah, I'm serious. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're seriously. popping it up right here. Nice. It's bat. a landmark, and it's like one of those trucks. national parks. Uh yeah, you can go. You can do the tour. They give you a mini Louisville Slugger bat. Um, you did it. Oh yeah, I think at some point when I was like five, maybe or something. Yeah, oh, um, yeah, and then uh, Muhammad Ali Center is pretty good. Uh, is he from Louisville? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, Monday this comes out Monday. So yes. yeah, tonight if you're in Nevada, Missouri, uh, you can see me at Cotty College. So check that out. Oh, a little college show. Yeah. I feel like those are good because a lot of those college kids probably want to see comedy. And yeah, I love a guy like you coming shows. in. Probably a few thousand people. It's a lot right? of fun. Um, I, I mean, yeah, every show is a little different. So Nevada, Missouri. On the size of the school. So, but yeah, I'm excited for that. And then also uh, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, in my, I'll be in my hometown at Laugh Louisville for Let's a couple go. shows. Oh, yeah. And, and November 10th through 11th, Oak Park, Illinois and Chicago. Bro, do you have, you have a flyer um, with all those dates? I think so. Yeah. Right, we'll pop it up right here. Okay, great. Here and is, Davenport, so Iowa, knows. I think November Davenport. 12th. Lindsay Davenport. No shout. You know who that is. Um, do you? That's a good Lindsay question. Lindsay Davenport. I don't know if I know. Oh, yeah. And, and January, I'll be in <laughs> Tulsa. Tennis but player. Uh, wait, who's segment. Lindsay? Uh, just a random tennis player. Okay. No, but it so sounds like, yeah, that'd be like Lindsay tennis. Davenport, Louisiana. Dude, Missouri's got a few state um, city names that might okay. not make sense. Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, yeah. That's confusing. And then what's the word? Nevada, Kansas. Missouri. Um, Nevada, Missouri is where I'm going to be. But yeah, I just had some fun ones too. I've been touring a lot this summer. And uh, yeah, so I was in Toronto, Baltimore, Buffalo, uh, Massachusetts. Are, Rhode you dri Island. are you driving sometimes? A lot of those What's are drivable. Yeah. But so it's like, like teeters. I'll, I'll fly to ones. I flew to like Wichita and, and uh, yeah. Colorado and stuff like that. Uh, but um Excuse me, I'm just getting emotional. Um, You're just so talking about, about, about the shows. Yeah, dude. But, uh, we appreciate it. But no, that's been really fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no, it's been fun. Yeah, we like, um, yeah, I've been touring with um, another comedian. So we, yeah, we'll often drive together from New York and then sometimes try to do fun stuff. There was like the Dr. Seuss Museum in Springfield. Massachusetts and like things like if we have time we'll try to like check out stuff like that is that like town. a is that like a wax museum um, like what does that look it like? had a lot of Dr. Seuss like statues and stuff and then there's some other like things memorabilia for sure and uh yeah and then um I don't know I guess uh yeah it's been fun just doing a lot of shows I've been doing like an hour of 
different stuff in my album that I'm kind of working on as a future special or album. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So that's, yeah. just trying to like see the cities a little bit. And what's been your favorite one? Uh, that's a good question. Baltimore was a lot of fun. The zoo and the, whatever, like the show, I mean, the shows were amazing too. That was a, that club is awesome. The port comedy club. Uh, so that's definitely a favorite, but then, uh, had a really fun show in like mash P Massachusetts. Uh, and then also in, um, I guess like Foxborough and Springfield were a lot of fun, but Toronto was great as well. Uh, yucky yucks. And then Buffalo was great. No, it's hard to, I don't know if I have like a favorite, I guess. And the colleges have been really fun too. So yeah, I don't know. Um, it's a good question. Uh, but maybe when uh, you had the most memorable time, what city did you have the most memorable time? Um, I don't know. I mean the Baltimore, that's was really great crowds and stuff, but then so was like, uh, Canada, the shows were really fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. No, it's like, I don't know if, uh, yeah, it's hard to choose. Well, one will blow you out of the water soon. What is your, what is your Saturday look like? Let's say people Uh have a lot of questions about what comedians do during the day, especially like when you're on tour. Okay. If you are in a city like, okay, let's say Nevada, Missouri. Yeah. You have a show. I, I would assume you get there Friday, early evening, something like that, or maybe mid afternoon. Um, let's say if you have Friday and Saturday shows. Oh yeah. So yeah, it really depends. Um, yeah, I guess it's always nice to be in the same town for a couple of days. Like if you have multiple shows and stuff, but yeah, other times it is like kind of, uh, you're like, you know, just traveling or whatever. Uh, but yeah, if I can, I try to like see the town and whatever. So yeah, some, it's definitely, yeah. Like in Baltimore, when I was there on that Saturday, I'd, did like go on a long walk went to the zoo and things like that and that was really fun but i've also been trying to i guess like listen to sets every day of my stand-up and like things like that uh so i try to do some of that some writing uh i try to uh i feel like i waste way too much time on social media so that's always like Mm -hmm. something i'm trying to cut back on but i try to like do things like work out write jokes uh you know explore the city if i can you try um, and eat like the same things from city to city um i definitely will try to like check out cool food in that city if i can yeah. but but yeah it's just uh no i'm definitely all about trying to have new experiences of like especially like activities to do there or yeah. whatever it is uh so that's always fun so yeah i don't know um yeah it's a good question i guess uh yeah it's um yeah i definitely had fun like after a show in Myrtle Beach, I think I had a late flight the next day. So just like walking around, checking out like museums and touristy stuff there or walking around like Savannah and seeing like interesting like uh, parks and shops and whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like, yeah, whatever the town has going on. If mm-hmm. I ha- if I can, I love to like either hike or check out places that are around there. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know. No, it definitely I feel lucky that I get to like travel as part of comedy and then um the shows are always generally really fun for the most part and uh so yeah i don't, I don't know yeah i do feel very lucky to have this job sometimes I, I would do feel like maybe i should have, it would be cool to have more structure during the day because yeah a lot of times i am like yeah oh i should write but then it's so easy to like put it off because 
I'm just kind of in yeah, charge of my own up, thing. Wake up late, work out a little late, hit the yeah, continental like, breakfast. As a kid, I hated like having to wake up for school, but now I realize it's like it's kind of it's like nice to have control of your own life. But then it's also like oh, I just it, it, I feel lame the days like when I just sleep in super late or like check my like get distracted on my phone and I'm like technically I could be doing so much cool stuff in New York all the time and it's like great when I am able to do that and then other times i'm just like ah it's so hard to get like motivated but yeah. then like once you get started it's usually like oh, totally. this is great. like that workflow state yeah you seem like you always have like really you know positive energy and try, attitude that's well, really awesome yeah well this is the stuff this is the, like the most positive i'll, I'll be during the day you know? oh, okay because I'm, I'm on the pod yeah trying to get gotcha, you gotcha. to freaking share your story and stuff <laughs> no that's <laughs> does, awesome does your uh does your time like day in new york kind of look the same as it is on the road um it's definitely a little different yeah because i feel like when you're out of town it's like easier to appreciate the stuff there like you know like for instance like when i said like going to a zoo or a museum it's like that's something i could be doing like almost a lot of days in new york when i have downtime right but it's like there's less urgency yeah so i think um yeah i guess being in these places for a limited time does make you kind of maybe appreciate it more or whatever and so i try to do that in new york in terms of like we were talking about earlier before we recorded about like trying to see like cool plays or whatever the stuff here. Like I do try to like treat New York as a tourist, even though I've lived here for like nine and a half years now. Cause that's like, this is like my favorite place. So I try to like remember that and like, just like walk around central park or like really um, take advantage of like so much cool stuff going on here all the time. What did the museums and zoos look like in smaller towns? Um, I don't know. I, I guess mean, it's like a specific type of museum. Like the yeah. Hammer Museum. Right. Like yeah. Like Springfield had like these five museums that are like, I guess because Dr. Seuss is from there. That was one of them. But they have these <laughs> <Wait>. other ones. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Seuss is an author. Yeah. And he created a character. Yeah. Are you familiar with like Green the Eggs Grinch and Ham? Or, uh, the Grinch. The Cat in the Hat. Oh my gosh! I wasn't even really thinking about that. Uh, okay. Okay, Doctor. Wait, who Seuss. did you think? I, I thought there? he was just the, the cat. Oh, oh. I thought that was Doctor Seuss. The guy who wrote it's name is Doctor Seuss. Yeah. And all the characters in it are not. Dr. So you thought Seuss. the cat's name was Doctor Seuss? Yeah. Doctor, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, no, yeah. that was just one of many. Um, but uh, this guy was Doctor. What was his first name? Ken. Um, Ken Seuss, Doctor. It's a funny uh, laugh. Oh, you don't know his first I, name after all that? No, honestly, I was more into like the kids <laughs> that I was like, oh, there's like a, a cool picture. I'm not really good. I didn't really have time to read the whole thing. Like so his it first. Name. Seems like it's more specific then. You know, um, like in New York, we got the Museum of Modern Art, which is a very vast. Yeah. Subject. Well, they did have other things. They had like an art museum, uh, whatever. But yeah, I love the museums here. Like the Met is so. Uh, extensive and are you a member um the met i don't know i mean i think it's i mean as a new yorker you can right i think it's like well but i think it's every year you get like i don't i don't think i have well i think it's already pay what you want as a new yorker so is it pretty discounted shows how much i know bro but uh but also actually i just remembered i did some really fun shows in dc recently too and they had some great museums too the national galleries of art i got really lost looking at that and then uh the spy museum was pretty great Oh, so that, that was pretty cool. fun. They have one on like 14th Street. Have you been to it? I haven't been to the one here. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, 
Yeah, I think there's one there, and I thought there was one uptown, but maybe that's... Yeah, well, I think they have gadgets in the 104 Okay, I'll also check that out. Yeah, yeah. that's a good example of it's like when you're out of town, you're like, oh, this is so cool, I'm going to check this out. There's so much stuff here I haven't done. Yeah, in New York, they say that it is obviously the most hectic city, but it could sometimes just be the most lonely city. You know, like when you're in your apartment, you're watching something on TV, you're eating, you're scrolling on your phone, like nobody else exists. Yeah, it it, it can be lonely in that way. It's. I think like once you go outside, it's like uh, you're like, oh, you find stuff and you feel like <laughs> super connected. But yeah, yeah, maybe that's why I feel so lonely when you're like alone or whatever in New York because you're like, there's so much, you just know there's so much going on that you feel like that extra FOMO. Whereas if you were in like a small town somewhere, you might be like, well, that's fine. Nothing else is going on. So this is. Your parents ever want you to come home? You visit home a lot? Oh, I visit a lot. Yeah, I was just there for a wedding um, in Bowling Green, but stayed in Louisville. Bowling Green. Bowling Green Um, State. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I jogged around on that campus before I got ready for the wedding. It was actually a wedding in a cave. (laughs) You were getting just pumped for the wedding, running around Bowling Green? Yeah, a really nice campus. Uh, Yeah, so one of the 11 uh, kids is now an adult who's getting married. It was one of them. Uh, yeah, the youngest of the that Johnsons. group is now getting married along with a lot of them have gotten married and have families and stuff now. And so, um, yeah, so there, she and her, uh, husband now are, um, both have worked as like forest rangers and stuff. So they were really into like nature. So it was an outdoor wedding in this forest. And then the reception was in an actual cave. That, you have a picture? Um, yeah, I mean, I posted it on Facebook. I posted it in my story. I don't know. Yeah, I could definitely like. Do you have send a hard a copy? Uh, a hard copy? No, like I don't like. We can pop up right here. Do you have? Uh, it? I mean, I can send you a photo. All right, pop it up right here. Thank you very much, uh, Jacob. A wedding in a cave. Yeah, I, that's uh, amazing. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it felt like indoorsy because the setup, but there was definitely you can see the cave walls, and uh, when you walk into the cave and like across this bridge of like where they have cave boat tours and whatever. And uh, that was really cool, for sure, because I love nature. That's one thing I do miss sometimes being in New York, like nature. Yeah. But, uh, but of course, like Central Park and stuff, there's and plenty of And also you travel so much, too. So you're seeing so much freaking nature, especially on those long drives. I'm sure you see hours of just nature on the side of the road. Yeah, right? yeah. I love hiking on the road when I can. And yeah, driving through like foresty areas is fun. Um, but uh, yeah, the train has been good, too, like going to D.C. and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, love a, a good nature break or whatever. It's supposed to be really good for you yeah, know your mind. Your stuff. So yeah, I'm hoping that I always want to do that more often than I'm doing. But the times I do it, I'm really glad for sure. Do you see yourself um, moving back to Kentucky? No, uh, I don't no. think so. But New York for good? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I I guess anything could happen. Maybe I'll move back there someday. Maybe I'll move maybe i'll stay here maybe i'll go to la or some other place uh i don't know exactly um how about you are you thinking about moving no this dude this is my home yeah. unless somebody offers me a large bag you know of money yeah to honestly go new york is my favorite i don't yeah, really see anytime dude. soon like my dad either. my dad is in florida a few months out of the year so i'll go down there and i'll visit him for like four nights it's usually my maximum and then same thing kind of with la unless i'm doing yeah. a ton of things just like a week of it's too yeah, slow yeah. bro like new york is yeah, absolutely. 10 times at least faster than every other yeah city. there's definitely a lot and i love going it. on here comedy yeah. wise and definitely bro which is you know like even if um even if i'm not on a lineup on one night i can go to so many different yeah places there's a lot of places and hang out fun to hang out you know what sure. i'm saying 
Absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah. What's been the best part about being in New York for you? Just consistently grinding on the comedy scene? Yeah, the comedy scene, like I said, the parks and museums, but the comedy scene is awesome. I actually, even on like last Sunday, I um, I uh, went to, um, yeah, Michael Che and Colin Joe's show at uh, Radio, Radio City. City. And I know Che a little bit through stand-up. I'm not like, we're not like super close, but he was nice enough to like, give me a ticket and to this uh backstage thing as well and that was really fun and then we actually ended up doing karaoke afterwards so <laughs> it was cool seeing um like scarlett johansson and colin just do like some really fun karaoke songs and like what song do you sing um i ended up doing forgot about dre which is oh i okay a fun one uh but i do a lot of karaoke i had a side hustle during the pandemic where i was like live streaming and if people tipped me it was like how i would when comedy was shut down i would make money through tips and i would sing like any karaoke song they wanted so i ended up singing like some people would just try to embarrass me with like the most uh graphic sexual lyrics or whatever and then but it was definitely a good way to like learn different songs wait but where know. were the lyrics though it would, you did this like, um, on so Instagram? I, like whatever they request this was on this uh app called meet me i would like live stream on there and people will kind of tip you through the currency of the site which you can cash up for actual money that or sounds like re-gift. tiktok now right With um live. yeah i think you can kind of give somebody gifts there. yeah it's similar um and so yeah sometimes i would yeah just i would just pull it up on youtube like a karaoke version of any song they requested and some of them i knew it was really fun and then some of them i didn't know and it was just kind of a challenge to like try to sing a song i didn't know the best that i could and sometimes it would like just kind of surprise me in the moment of like the lyrics of like a cupcake song when she was rapping about like really um intense things dirty lyrics i'm sure but uh but yeah um so now i do karaoke a bunch with friends and it's super fun because i can choose whatever song i want now but uh but yeah it's uh it's always a good time do a lot of your friends from growing up or a lot of maybe the what would you consider the family who has 11 children is that like family to you or those friends what is that what do they um yeah it's a almost like a hybrid it just it feels (laughs) like family it feels like friends they're not like do they all related to me they all still live in the the area where you're from like does everyone think you're an outcast for leaving and go to new york (laughs) Um, no, I definitely am a little, uh, different than that group in that. Yeah. Most of them have stayed in Louisville and have like families of their own now and are really close with their extended family. And so I like that I can kind of, um, hang out with them in those like, uh, family vacation settings and weddings and whatever, but it's definitely a different lifestyle. And I, you know, I'm definitely like envious of that at times. I see like my cousins having families and other yeah. friends that I grew up with, like, or knew in my 20s and stuff that are like settled down now. And it, it looks really cool. Um, I would love to maybe do that someday. Yeah, you I see, right you person. see yourself doing that? Yeah, Settling maybe. Down? I think it just depends on kind of meeting the right person the right person i think also right now dude it just seems but, like uh, you're so busy being on the road every single weekend that like yeah, at this particular tough. time it would potentially be tough to balance something yeah like sometimes i stuff i am sometimes out of town traveling and then i have this very nocturnal schedule at times which i'm not proud of i would hope to like eventually change it to like well how do you a little s- more how, how does it look like what are your but yeah so it's pretty rough it's because uh, i remember like dude last time you were on the pod yeah. you were like oh it's my first coffee and you were like oh it's 5 p.m i just woke up <laughs> or something yeah no truly uh really? that happens a lot yeah so, so uh, what does it look like your schedule yeah so a lot of Sleeping. times it is that where i'll 
I, yeah, I'm always like hoping to go to bed earlier than this, but yeah, sometimes it, it does get into the territory of like going to bed at like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., things Bro, like that. That's like a rapper. Like you're in the studio. Yeah, I mean, technically, I do rap. Yeah, on that's but yeah. also true. Well, actually, me and yeah, me and some people from this show ended up hanging out to like 6 a.m. Sunday for like some some of the comedians from that. Wow. Uh, but like, but other times it's like, yeah, I do have trouble getting motivated to go to bed. Cause I'm either get distracted on my phone or I do read a lot at night too, which yeah. is probably productive. But let's say, but, yeah. but let's say you're getting home from a spot at 12 AM. Like you are just for the most part still working or still watching something. Um, yeah. A lot of times I'll get home later than that. And then still like want to watch, um, the new Loki episode or <laughs> like um, are you eating in between those hours uh, I guess a lot of times when I get home I do eat so then I feel like I don't want to go to bed immediately after eating so then I'm like yeah there's definitely some downtime of like I do read every night too and then have like a night routine of just getting ready for bed and whatever brushing teeth or whatever obviously but but yeah um, I don't know I guess uh, yeah what's the, what's the average time think you go to bed monday through friday not the weekends i mean it no i'm saying even then it's probably a lot of times like between 5 a.m and 8 a.m or whatever i but i'm trying to change it true owl dude that's so yeah i'm not i'm not happy about it i think it's just been like that for a long time but i i would like to it might have been during the pandemic it drifted more in that direction yeah but um but yeah i think uh no i would like to change that. that well drake has a schedule like that too he says he goes to bed around like five or six a.m and then he's up at like two or three p.m yeah no that is i guess i'm basically I mean, drake it, yeah. Every, everyone says it well, uh, i was gonna say it's like the, it's the entertainer schedule, schedule yeah. our, um ovo you're both born in october when's your birthday um not october october joking. 10th actually yeah bro i did i was joking and say that oh, oh my he, mom's birthday know. is october 11th oh no way but nice. oh is his birthday not october or is it november it's uh, october's very sure own when drake's is uh nick hannah's is the 8th of october Oh, that's why you guys are so tight. Yeah, we're Same Libra, Libra bros. Twin flames or something. <laughs> Is that something? I forgot what that means. Twin flames. I, I think that's when you're just like attracted to someone. And oh, okay. Never mind. Together. Well, maybe. Sorry. Maybe. I, if that's what you that guys is. are boys. I thought it was like uh, you're like friends, but. Twin flames. I think then, that uh, maybe it has a couple we're more not meanings. attracted to each other, <laughs> but uh, very. Well, professionally. Nice guy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love his work and. Com- nice man and he loves your work yeah. as well um so uh yeah so what else you got coming up that you're excited for maybe personally wise comedy wise you're doing a lot of traveling yeah, so um i think i did mention a lot of the shows i'd be on the road so definitely excited for those and then um it's also seeing some family in louisville for thanksgiving which will work out great because i'm doing shows that weekend so it'll be nice to like see them and also get to spend some extra just time. to to, um, to jump back on what we were saying and like you moving to chicago and then new york to pursue your passion what were some of the things that maybe people from your hometown were saying that made you second guess your move uh-huh oh yeah no i mean i definitely remember starting out doing comedy my parents were very kind of nervous about whether i'd be okay in terms of like being able to make a living or whatever and uh they were definitely very cautious and were like especially during college where they were like you make sure you finish college and things like that um so 
yeah, I've, I, there are definitely a lot of people skeptical of it. It's one of those things like it takes a while to kind of convince people that you're able to make a living at it and uh, get gigs consistently and whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, yeah. And then starting out doing comedy, even like when I first started, I like would sometimes get hired to like host for a weekend and I got fired from some of those jobs cause I would be, um, just too low energy for their taste or whatever. And I even had like my first feature gig was like this random rural town restaurant. There were like six people there that weren't there for comedy and we were supposed to do comedy. And the owner like thought I was so not funny. Like he wanted to not pay me, but he also wanted to convince me to never do comedy again. So like I was in his office after and he was just like, he was like, I'm telling you like, this is not your thing. Like you've got to do something else. There's so many other things you could be doing. Just I'm putting that right in the beginning of the episode. Oh, okay. Keep people yeah. along, you know. Like, yeah. this, get this fucking guy told Jacob not to do comedy. Yeah, so that was oh uh, when God. I first started featuring. And then, like I said, when I first started hosting, yeah, there was I was supposed to do like a Thursday through Sunday, and after the first night, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna get someone else to host." Because where was it? was this when you were doing um, comedy in Chicago? Or? That was a club in Louisville that has shut down now. And then there was another club in like the suburbs of Illinois when I moved there shortly after, and I got I actually got replaced midway through the first show of the weekend. Like I was hosting a show and then after I got off stage, they were like, they said it was like too low energy or whatever. So they had this other guy go up after the feature and host the rest of that show and the rest of the weekend. So it was, uh, did you think your career was over at that? What were you thinking? Uh, about that time? well, not really. No, I, those kind of things. I was like, I was like, you know, I, I kind of, uh, like I definitely used to get like kind of disparaged of those settings, but I was also, I think I could kind of see like, okay, I was in kind of like a tough situation where I'm like going up cold or in front of like a tough crowd or it's like hosting is like a specific skill. Whereas like I knew I could do well in front of a good crowd or whatever, because like I think I'd have enough experience at that at the time. So it was one of those things where I hadn't quite learned how to like just go up and host and like do crowd work or whatever you have to do to like get a crowd started. You had more belief in yourself. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely was discouraging. There is maybe a part of me that's like, Oh, maybe this isn't my thing. Maybe this random guy's. Yeah. But I think by then I had also done enough stuff that, um, yeah, especially later on, uh, like, yeah. So it's like one of those things where, um, yeah, I think those things like affect you less and less as it goes. So like, yeah, now when I have a tough show, I can usually, either be like, Oh, I maybe would do this differently or whatever. Or this was like also a really tough setting. So I don't like, I'm not just going to blame myself completely. If it's like, did you think about quitting at any point um, before America's got talent after and that gap between. Oh America's yeah. All talent the time. And, wow. uh, <laughs> I think about it all the time, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's also like kind of like, I think Gary Goldman had a thing about like how he thought about quitting, but then he realized who like, did, who did, I, I think Gary Goldman talked somewhere about how he like, was thinking about quitting, but then he realized like comedy is like kind of like on paper, like the, the least amount of hours you could work. Like in terms of like, if you're looking for a different job, every job is going to be like longer hours. I mean, technically as a comedian, you're working like however amount you're on stage. I mean, of course it's good to like do more and write and whatever and travel. But, uh, but yeah, technically it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It is kind of hard to find a job that I would want to do more or that would have as good of like hours and be as like fun and rewarding as well. So yeah, I don't know. Um, so no, I, I definitely thought about quitting plenty of times, but, uh, but I don't think 
I don't really see that. I, I would, overall, I would like to well, was there, keep doing this like forever the rest right, of my life. Right, but was there a moment before um, you moved to New York that you were um, sketched out about making um, the big jump or not really? You not kind of really. I it. guess, um, I think when I was starting out, I was like, just kind of like, okay, I hope, like I wanted to maybe give it a shot for a few years and kind of see how it was going. But yeah, I guess, yeah, no, not really. I guess, um, no, I've definitely had plenty of like moments of doubt over the years and there, yeah, yeah, maybe after America's got on or other times I thought about quitting, but, but it's one of those things. uh, No, I just like really enjoy it a lot. So yeah, I don't really see that happening. Um, Yeah. Maybe if I get, yeah. uh, Yeah. Cancel or something. I don't know. (laughs) I, uh, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. Yeah, unless there was, like, something physically stopping me from, yeah. like, I was banned from every comedy club in the in the world or something. But well, I don't really see. Well, dude, through this hour, I think it's safe to say that you didn't get canceled, won't get banned from every I don't know, maybe by club. the time this this comes out. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully not. Everyone will find out I'm a serial killer. Jacob. But just kidding. All right. That's well, how you heard the glass. You were like, oh, yeah, I know what that sounds like. Jacob Williams, uh, dude, thanks so much for coming on the Ted me. Jones yeah, World Podcast. Of course. And thanks for doing the Ted Jones Comedy Show. You yeah. killed. Oh, the usual. That was a really fun show. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in and listening. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.